Welcome to the New Mom Podcast. I'm your host, pediatric physical therapist and early intervention specialist, Jenny Cruz. On this podcast, we focus on your baby's early years. Science has proven that what your baby learns in those first years builds the foundation for future learning. And a strong foundation sets your baby up for success. But what experiences are best to build a strong foundation? That and much more lie ahead. So stay tuned. On today's podcast, we'll be joined by my friend, Josie Seiler. Josie is an award-winning author and photographer who shares God's gifts of beauty, hope, and adventure with people who are overwhelmed by life's circumstances. Her new children's book, Howie's Broken Hee Haw, now an Amazon bestseller, is perfect for your upcoming Easter gift basket. Josie is passionate about helping people find joy for their journey. She's a small-town girl from Wisconsin with big dreams, and she and her new book have a perfect message for you. I hope you'll stay tuned. Now, you may have just thought about someone you know who needs to hear this podcast. Please take the time to share it with them today, because I want their baby to succeed, too. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome, Josie, to the New Mom Podcast. Thank you, Jenny. (laughs) Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you, and I love seeing I love seeing Howie back there behind you. Isn't he so cute? He has to come to my interviews. He just, he doesn't want to be left out. I know. So. He, might <laughs> you. he might outshine you a little bit, right? That's okay. <laughs> Listen, it's wonderful to have you join us today to tell us about your new children's book. And I finally got my copy, my heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, I read the digital copy, an advanced copy. And uh, but even before I read it, Josie, I when I knew what it was about, uh, it just touched me. It just touched me. Not only the uh, Easter message, you know, but the uh, the deeper meaning about it. And I was so happy to have you come on. I wanted you to t- kind of tell us a little bit. Let me tell everybody the title of the book. Howie's Broken Hee Haw. I wanted you to tell us a little bit about how you came up with this wonderfully creative idea. (laughs) Well, it's kind of funny. Um, I have some chronic illness issues and I have fought that for a very long time. And one night I was having a case of insomnia, which I occasionally have. And I was laying in bed and I couldn't sleep. And all of a sudden I had been thinking about doing a donkey book or, you know, maybe one, because one of my favorite stories is in the Bible is um, Balaam's talking donkey. And so I love the donkey stories all along and thinking about maybe doing a donkey story in this whole idea of this donkey with a broken hee-haw just dropped into my head. And I wonder where that came from. You know, right. (laughs) It's, It's definitely a God story because I grabbed my phone off my nightstand. I started taking some notes and I literally wrote 
the first half of the book over the course of two nights where I couldn't sleep. And later on, you know, the more people you tell, but I had so many different story ideas going and I did not think my first book would be a children's book. I had all these other things in the works and mm -hmm. this is the one that I couldn't forget about. Other people kept asking me about it and I knew it was special. So I finished the book and it went through a bunch of different critiques and rounds of editing. And it's fun to look back though at that first half of the book that I wrote when I couldn't sleep at night is, it's not untouched, but it's pretty close to what I originally wrote. And it's just such a God story to me that he gave me this book and this message. And it wasn't until my first interview that I did that I realized that I had literally written my, written my own story, <laughs> my own story with chronic illness and all of that. It, I didn't know, but God knew. <laughs> and I think that's why it touches people, you know, a good children's book, and I'm a child at heart. You, you seem yep. to be a child at heart, which is a good thing if you're writing children for children. Yes, I love children's um, books. But the, the best children's books are the ones the adults also learn a lesson. Yes. To me, they're timeless. Yep. They're timeless. And that's why, to me, this book is, is not just for children. Of course, you know, an adult most likely will be reading it to yep. the child. And because as I read it, I'm thinking, you know, I, I think back when I was younger, you know, you read those books that you love and then you read them as an adult and you're like, wow, there's a whole different level of meaning here that I didn't quite see, yep. then, you know, and so the adults will see that I would hope and pray and you too, I'm sure feel this, that deeper spiritual lesson in there. Yeah, and it's been my prayer it. that adults would be just as touched as children and I have it on record that it has brought many adults to tears and that just makes my heart so happy not that I want to make people cry but that it's resonating on that deep level because I think for kids it's a lesson I want to teach them young but for adults I think that it can bring a lot of healing and can bring a lot of oh, I don't have to do it all I don't have to achieve that perfect lifestyle that God can use me in the mess and in the things that I don't think are good and the things that are hard, he can still use for his glory. And, and as long as we have breath in our lungs, we have a purpose here on earth. And, and so that's a message that I do. I really want the adults to grasp as much as the children. Well, I think they will, you know, um, the other thing that I loved about it, besides, of course, the deeper spiritual meaning is the most important, but you know, it always seems like when you when you're touching on a topic that is really serious, you really it's more powerful if you can do it with humor. And you just did that beautifully. Because, <laughs> you know, I work with children. I'm a pediatric physical therapist. And so I've lived, you know, with children and worked with children for almost 40 years now. And so, and, you know, and doing physical therapy, you're doing something they don't want to do, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't want to do it. And so there's a lot of psychology to getting children to engage in different things. And if you don't make it fun or right. silly or absolutely <laughs> ridiculous at times, <laughs> they won't do it. But the, 
the well, I'll tell you the line in this book <laughs> that really I just loved and I just knew I could just hear kids laughing at this and wanting this to be read over and over <laughs> to the point that the parents were like I don't want to <laughs> but that's a good book right uh the part when it says a donkey with a broken hee-haw right when when Howie <laughs> says you know I'm just a donkey with a broken hee-haw <laughs> <I mean, laughs> that to me it you know it's simple but not simple not simplistic yeah it's really powerful you know and and having um worked with children who this is kind of like my heart you know working with children who have difficulties, some of them very severe, some of them not mm -hmm. so much. Uh, you know, after a while you begin to see, or I began to see, you know, beyond what was uh, wrong with them, the clinical thing I was working with mm -hmm. them on. But you began to have a lot of spiritual questions about why would God allow this, right? right? Absolutely. Begin, you know, <laughs> right? Uh -huh. <laughs> and, you know, why would this child have to suffer with this? Why would this family have to suffer with a child with this, you know? And you have, to me, I finally uh, came to the absolute belief, which is hard for some people never really get to it, that God doesn't make mistakes. And you touched on that mm -hmm. in this book. It's like, it's hard to accept that. Yeah, that that is part of the grand plan. But, you know, that's one thing I love about this book as well is that that weakness that we see, the deficit, like how, you know, like, uh, <laughs> I'm just busted, you know, like, I can't, <laughs> I can't yeah. be like a regular dog. <laughs> well, yeah, you're not supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, uh, but, and in that what we would label something's wrong. Nope. Jesus is looking at it. No, something's right. Right. No, nope. it's just the way I made it. And I went through that myself with my own health journey. And, mm. you know, after years and years of chronic illness, and it's like, I finally had to come to the point where it's like, I know that God is capable of healing me and he's capable of healing me like that, but he hasn't. So what does he want? in this and I have grown so much. I have learned to recognize my emotions and deal with my emotions, acknowledge yeah. them. I was a stuffer, I just stuffed everything down and it kept me alive for a lot of years, but mm. it wasn't thriving. It wasn't truly living well. And so, um, you know, I came to that same conclusion. It's like, okay, God, if you have not healed me yet and he is healing me very slowly which I think is Way also his slow, perfect sure timing <laughs> because it's like he has used my chronic illness to touch so many people's lives and this little book would not exist if it were not for my chronic illness and for the things that I have experienced and and just being able to see it touching people's lives is such a blessing to me and it makes it all worth it <laughs> you know but there's so many things that that we see as a negative, but God is using. And so I had to completely change my perspective and say, okay, God, you're allowing this to happen. How can I be part of this? How can I honor you in this? And how can you use this situation, not just for your glory, but for my good? Because, you know, his word says that he will use all things for our good if we love him. And I love Jesus, so he can use even chronic illness, even whatever, 
your thing is he can use it for your good. And I've seen that over and over in my life, just the relationships and the friendships that I have that I wouldn't have were it not for chronic illness and so many things in my life. It's because I'm sick, not in spite of my sickness. And I think that's a, it's a hard concept to grasp and to admit that, okay, this is the way it is, but it's also really freeing once we get to that point, because then we can live fully and find the joy even in the midst of the yuck because Jesus is there with us and he has allowed it for a good purpose. And so if I can see the good in it, then that makes my day a whole lot better. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and the thing that I was thinking of when you were talking about that, um, you know, obviously when we're going through things, we're so self-focused on, you know, oh, woe is me. I mean, we've all done that, you know, mm -hmm. yours is chronic illness, but everybody's got chronic something, right? Right. Right. We, we all have something. Chronic anxiety, yes. <laughs> worry, wart syndrome, you know, to the point that it, it really is hard to get to that point of that's where God's going to use you. You want to try to work your way into, you know, the perfect, being the perfect yeah. Howie, right? <laughs> but nobody would have noticed Howie. Right. I mean, Jesus right. would, but that didn't mean Jesus. He's like, well, you know, I can't really use something that doesn't stand out. Yeah. And it's when we come to the end of ourselves that God can use us. When, you mm -hmm. know, I kept, I, I used to tell God, God, just think of all the things that I could do for you if <laughs> I was healthy, you know? And it, it's like, really, Josie, could you? Because I would have been doing all of that in my own strength. And now it's like, I have to depend on the Lord for his strength to do anything. I mean, even this interview this morning, I barely made it because I was having a little bit of a parasite issue this morning. And it's like, you know, really now, God? But it's like, when I feel weak and when I feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, that's when God steps in and he's like, perfect. You're just where I want you to be because now I'm going to use you and I'm going to work through you mm -hmm. because when we're weak, that's when he's strong through us. And that's it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> it is. It's still scary. Yes. And it, you know, it's still scary. And uh, that's what I, you know, I know this book will show people and I want the listeners to also know that, that, mm -hmm. you know, uh, I think it was Joyce Meyer that I heard one time say, you know, God always shows up, but he's never early. Yeah. <laughs> he's always. Don't you wish he was sometimes? Time, and I'm like, it's five minutes. Yeah. It's five minutes before this, whatever. Why aren't you here yeah. yet? You know, but yes. Yeah. But you forget it every time. At least I yeah. do. <laughs> every time I'm like, okay, is he really going to show up and, you know, <laughs> give me the words and call my spirit yeah. and. And he, he does always does but he i'm so silly does. just like i don't i don't I, you know here i am again yeah. back in that same i know room. we forget so quickly <laughs> we're awful aren't we i mean we have yeah. amazing brain power but man we're not yeah. we're really not that smart <laughs> sometimes i read the old testament and you look at the israelites and it's like 
what was the matter with them? And then you look at your own life and it's like, okay, yep, I'm the same way. Yeah, it's like we 40 just years around easily. the same mountain. Absolutely. <laughs> 40 years in the wilderness. Absolutely. I'm yeah. So glad you, God has patience with us. <laughs> yes. When you look at it like you're just reading the but like those stories from the Bible, like from the outside, and until you're not really a believer in doing the the Christian walk, you're like, oh, what's wrong with these people? You know? <laughs> and then when you sort of when finally get that spiritual revelation that the spiritual journey is the it's not really the physical right. you're on the physical <laughs> journey because your spiritual journey is not going there well <laughs> so you're still going around the same old mountain yeah. you know yep. it's and like, those journeys are tied so close that that's one thing I've learned through this whole thing is that physically and emotionally and spiritually that's all tied together and if we're unhealthy in one area it affects the other areas and so for me my healing journey has been not just healing physically but healing emotionally from all of the stuff and the trauma that chronic illness brings and and yes. it's like I thought that you could just focus on one area but our you know God made our bodies very unique and very interesting and all of those things tie into each other and they affect each other and so yeah. it's one of those things where we can't just focus on one the spiritual and the emotional that all that's part of who we are that's part of us physically and so yeah it's just interesting to see how God uses all of that <laughs> yeah it is and I think uh, you know since I'm in the medical world um, you know we're slowly coming around to the reality that you know, frankly, humans, especially the Chinese, especially have known for, you know, millennia <laughs> that <laughs> there is no physical body separate from the right. psychology, the mental body, and then the spiritual, Like We've got it compartmentalized. Yeah. You, know, you go to church over Us here. Us Westerners to love to compartmentalize, don't we? <laughs> and you go over here, the doctor, but as a physical therapist, I, I mean, I've worked with adults as well, but you know, if you're observant, mm -hmm. that emotions are affecting the body, yeah. how people feel, their courage, their, how they feel about things is reflected in how their muscles act and behave, yeah. whether you've got knots in your neck, you know, <laughs> whether you, you're frozen up basically out of fear. I mean, it's all interconnected. It's yeah. absolutely all interconnected. And, you know, I, that's something that I, you know, I hope people can slowly begin to kind of understand, you know, that these things are, they're not separate. You know, they're simply just not separate. The brain controls all of it and God designed all of that, but they're all exactly. interconnected, you know? Yeah. Well, I wanted to um, also uh, talk to you about one other line in here. Um which we've spoken about a little bit, I think, but talking about where Jesus tells Howie, oh, little one, you're not broken. You're perfect just the way you are. I am. He, anyway, he says, I am, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's just something that, I, you know, how, now I wanted to talk about this a little bit as well, uh, you know, because you never know who will be listening to this, but I was blessed mm -hmm. to have been, raised in the church mm -hmm. uh so i had a spiritual christian underpinning yep. uh and so this book 
this belief system that we're talking about trying to come to joy and trying to is so I don't think you can really do that in fact I'm pretty sure you cannot do it. <laughs> uh if you do not accept that you know Jesus God and Jesus created the whole thing and you're not we're not God of it because yeah. without that you I don't think you can ever get to that deeper understanding that this broken world Mm -hmm. I mean, we broke it as we know, but God's going to use it all for his glory because yeah. we're always trying to make it all perfect. But when it's perfect, it doesn't, yeah. it just benefits yeah. us, you know, yeah. how did you kind of, I guess you had a Christian upbringing, understanding yeah. that kind of helped, you know, where did you, yeah. I, what did you have certain scriptures or things that kind of, that you've kind of clung to through the years that kind of helped? move you are probably different ones yeah yeah different ones um the one that has gotten me through a lot is romans 12 12 it says be joyful in hope patient in affliction and faithful in prayer and i'm like well doesn't that sum up my life <laughs> like your life verse <laughs> right it, it really is and i just actually everybody's life <laughs> yes <laughs> i discovered that one early on with chronic illness and it's like you know it's just joyful and hope. And, and I used to hope for the promises that I felt like God would accomplish one day, like one day my body would be healed and whole one day, this one day I would be perfect. One day I would be, you know, all of these things, but today I'm just, ugh, you know, I'm not there yet. But then once I started working on the emotional and spiritual side of my healing, you know, I, I really, it was a game changer for me because I realized that the promises in scripture are already fulfilled. So when God said, when Jesus said on the cross, it is finished, it is finished. That that's it. There is nothing less left for us to do that Jesus accomplished it all. So when we put our faith in him and when we say, Jesus, I trust you. I want to follow you. I give my life to you. When we are united with him that's what happens we're reunited with him when we place our faith in him so then we are perfect we are whole i am healed already spiritually in the spiritual realm which is very real my spirit who i really am at the very very depths of me what's going to live on in eternity one day i've already become that eter eternity with christ because i'm united with him so everything that he is that's how God sees me. He sees me through Christ. So that line, you know, I, I expected some pushback on it because it's like, no, we're not perfect. But it's like, you know what? Yeah, we are. Because God's word tells us, Jesus tells us to be perfect because I am perfect. And he doesn't say, try to be perfect or one day you will be perfect. He says, be perfect. And how do we do that? Well, not in our own strength. We do that by uniting ourselves with Christ, by placing our faith in him. And then we are perfect because Jesus is perfect and we are perfect the way he made us. And is there some work for him to do in us and through us on the physical level? Absolutely. Absolutely. But spiritually, like it's done, it is accomplished. And so for me, it was such a game changer because I was striving and I was trying and I was trying to do it all myself and make sure that I was good enough and to make sure that I grew up in the church too, you know, but that message somehow got lost in my head Absolutely. that I had to be good enough. I couldn't make God look bad, you know, and for years when people ask me, how are you doing? 
even if I was doing horribly, I would say, oh, I'm, I'm good. Everything's fine, you know, because I didn't want to make God look bad. And then one day I felt like he slapped me upside the head and said, Josie, I do not need you to make me look good. <laughs> you know, and so just being able to relax and enjoy my freedom that comes in Jesus and my freedom to just be me. And it's still hard for me sometimes to, you know, the old, like, oh, I have to look in front of others tries to creep back all the time. But it's mm -hmm. like, when we really understand that we're free in Christ and he made us the way we are, it's amazing. Like just that weight, that burden lifts off our right. shoulders and we can just enjoy life with him. And when we do that, that draws others to him because they see that peace and that joy, even when our circumstances might not be good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, and the other thing I want to touch on before we finish up is the fact that the other thing I think will really, since I work with children who have special needs, um, which to me is kind of a, a uh, it's not funny as in ha-ha funny yeah. or hee-haw, hee-haw funny, <laughs> uh, but it's kind of ironic, I guess, you know, that um, we're all with special needs. <laughs> I mean, seriously, everybody's got, you know, physical things, emotional. We're, we're all just a yeah. bunch of people. God's children with special needs. I mean, yeah. we, we all we all have that. Uh, but the thing I also think will be really helpful for many children, especially children, um, is the children, you know, usually uh, or a lot of children's books that I can remember. You know, the child does not have a handicap what we would call a handicap mm -hmm. or a special need right mm -hmm. and you know how he kind of does right yeah. if you look at it from like my world it's like well he's got a speech yeah. issue you know he's got, yeah. a, he's got a developmental <laughs> delay you know some, something there is not quite right right um an articulation issue whatever mm -hmm. it is you know but uh so i think for a child to have a book that, you know, they can kind of maybe relate yeah. to. It's like, well, Howie's got a broken hee-haw and maybe I've got a busted foot, but hey, you know, I, I can still be used for God's purpose. Absolutely. And I just think that is so beautiful. And I think that's, you know, I guess there's probably other books out there with the point of view of the animal or the child or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but there's not, there's not enough of them. Yeah. There's <laughs> starting right. to be more, thankfully. There's but, being more, yeah. yes. But yeah. I think that is so wonderful. And the other thing that's so wonderful in your book is your little prayer at the end, you know, which I can just see so many little parents, you know, reading this to their child before they go to bed or just, you know, whenever yeah. that it says, God, I'm so happy that you love me. It's amazing to think that there is no one else in the world exactly the same as me, right? I'm one of a kind. I know that you don't make mistakes and that you made me for a very special reason. I want to be brave like Howie and use the special talents that you gave me. And I know you will help me. Thank you. Amen. And I just think that is, <laughs> I mean, I almost cry. I'm not going to cry. I know. Me too. And I'm like, oh, did I write that? That was so sweet. <laughs> I'm an idiot if I start crying. I, I'm, a, I'm not a, one of those soft criers. I'm like, you know. Oh, I'm not either. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to be here for a while, you know. Yeah. Uh, that is one thing that I really wanted in my book. I wanted 
I, I read some other actually Palm Sunday books where at the end the donkey gets healed or you know the donkey has a help thing and and a lot of children's books where the main character has something wrong with them physically and then at the end God heals them and I've been in the chronic illness world for a long time and we hate stories like that Absolutely. I mean we don't totally hate them but it's, it's hard for us because not everybody does get that healing this side of heaven. And it's hard for us to read, okay, here's one more happy ending. God, why aren't I getting my happy ending? And so I wanted to show kids and adults alike that you can have a happy ending even when there's still something wrong with you, you know, in quotes, right. because, you know, we, we don't all get healed this side of heaven yet. God uses us and he has a good plan for us. And so I really wanted donkey, you know, the donkey in the book to still have the same problem that he had at the beginning. He still had a broken hee-haw at the end that he had at the beginning, but his whole perspective, his whole attitude had changed about it. And that's what I want to do is help people change their perspectives and their attitudes and, and see that, okay, yes, I have this hard thing, but God, because those two words change everything. <laughs> everything. Absolutely. And as we end today, I think it's really, it, it, well, God does work all things around. You yeah. know, it's talking about um, what your hope for the book was. And, you know, without knowing Jesus, you know, you know, how he would not have seen his true purpose. Right. You would not probably have realized your deepest purpose right I would not still be alive without Jesus <laughs> purpose and yeah. that the book has launched right here going into the Easter season and it's a sort of an Easter book and it but it's bigger than an Easter book um, but the whole meaning of Easter right it all just sort of coincides the whole meaning of Easter you know Jesus did not get an easy way out right you know, right, absolutely. and as we look at the, you know, the real um, uh, the stories that we know from the Bible of those most powerful stories, you know, most of them, when they stood for Jesus, it didn't, they had a hard go, mm -hmm. they had a hard go. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like they just got delivered up into glory and they didn't go through the pain and they didn't go right. through the suffering because Jesus didn't go through. I mean, Jesus went yeah. through all of that, right? Yeah. And he could have just gone right on up, been delivered yeah. from all the pain, you know, uh, express mail straight to heaven, you yeah. know, but he didn't do that. And so I think that's the other thing that's so powerful about how it's launched, when it's launched, because that's really the meaning you know we we we, we have right. the bunnies and we have the easter baskets and we have yeah. all of that but you know yeah. when you really look at the easter story um deeply you know and the sacrifice that had to be made and how awful right. absolutely awful that was you know it really shows us a little bit with more clarity that the christian journey is you know, it's not just tulips and bunnies, you know? right? I mean, but that's what how we learned. Yeah. You know, it's like you're not necessarily going to get, uh, you know, an easy path. You know, yeah. but that choosing to follow to Jesus is is not going to be easy, and right. especially you know, a, a lot of people, you know, in third world countries, they 
They know that. In America, we don't know that so much. We think that all our problems will be fixed when we place our faith in Jesus. And you look at the stories of the Bible, like you were saying, and it's it's hard. The And Jesus oh, tells yeah. us that we will have trials here on this earth. We will have suffering, but he has overcome the world. And that gives us hope because we have Jesus who is familiar with our sufferings. He knows what it means to suffer. And so he can comfort us in that. And he can give us the strength and the courage to face those hard things and to get through them well. Yes. Well, congratulations on your children's you. book, Howie's Broken Heel, and it is an Amazon bestseller. It already. is. We hit number nine in a category, number nine bestseller, number one new release in a bunch of categories. God is totally blowing me away. He's amazing. <laughs> uh, I think Howie's going to take you to great heights, Joey, <laughs> Josie. And so, so we're very thankful for you to be on our podcast and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thank you very much for okay, having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you ever wonder why something is happening that you don't want to happen? Me too. Josie's little book, Howie's Broken Hee-Haw, gives us a glimpse into how God can work it all for good to those who seek Him. While it's never easy to accept that God's plan is not all tulips and bunnies, those hard times and difficulties are where God can shine. Accepting that our broken hee-haws, or whatever it is we're struggling with, are useful and perfect in God's eyes is difficult. As Josie said, when we understand that we're already perfect in God's eyes, it relieves such a burden and the pressure of trying to fix everything. While we are to do our best, we also need to accept that God uses everything, especially the brokenness of our bodies or our emotions, for His purposes. And His purposes are always to point to Him and what He is doing in our lives. May that message bring you peace today, and I pray you find a purpose and joy in your journey. Till next time. Thank you for listening, and please tell your friends about this podcast. I'd love to help them too. If you need more information, Follow me on Instagram at growwithjenny or at my website www.jennycruz.com. All information provided and discussed is general education and is not intended as specific prescriptions for your child. If you have concerns about any aspect of your child's development, talk with your doctor. If your child is receiving any intervention or therapy, this information is not intended to be used without their knowledge.